in a row it feels like a real record two weeks yes uh <laughs> you sound amazing i mean i Thank meant you. to tell yeah. you that earlier my goodness i am doing so much better those antibiotics have changed my life man i can medicine. almost hear completely out of my left ear again which is great my That's throat's fantastic. not sore my voice is back yeah um that reminds me i didn't take my antibiotics yet so i'm gonna take those you fill the time <laughs> i gotta take them now while there's still food in my stomach oh, oh God. Uh, well, this I'm ASMR pillbox. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, the I realized I haven't really heard you like speak. We've been texting back and forth for like a week, but I really yeah. haven't heard you in like a week. And you sound totally normal. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen each other in person in a while because we're our paths oh. haven't crossed in. But they're gonna cross tomorrow in the office correct our paths will cross the paths tomorrow. will converge guys she put her hands together <laughs> to show the paths i did i thought then i down i looked down at it like it was, <laughs> it was like a sacred moment like it was there. something to behold i don't know <laughs> um well anyway um i oh, oh no, no. <laughs> I put- she hung up <laughs> Well, that was fun. <laughs> Guys, I accidentally, there's a button on my headphones that if I push it, it hangs up our FaceTime, and I pushed it. She pushed it. So, it's Apologies it, for this awkward hiccup. It wouldn't favorite. be the unknown subject without an awkward exactly. hiccup. Exactly. It, it's also my favorite thing ever because of how many times I've heard you complain about other people pressing the button on a Bluetooth headphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, here's the deal. The headphones, so we, for everyone's enlightenment at our jobs, we bought all this like digital programming equipment, including these Bluetooth headphones yeah. that have literal clicky buttons on them. And if you push that clicky button, it will hang up the call or like log you off the Zoom. The headphones I'm using right now are headphones I got for free and it's a touch button, just like a touch. Yeah. It's you not a push. Really, yeah. So literally just like the gentlest whisper. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the gentlest whisper. <laughs> so, that could happen to me the other day because I have my Bluetooth headphones is the same thing. It's just like a touch thing. There is no mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm. no real button to behold. There's nothing tactile about it when you press yeah. it. You love the word behold right now. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what is happening? Um but I was painting over the weekend oh. our, our bathroom door. Why did I think it was a piece of art? I, I was know. not painting. I, thought you were, I was painting trees. I was painting our door and I kept like holding my head down and I would like turn it <laughs> off with my shoulder and mm-hmm. it was pissing me off mm-hmm. because I was I had paint all over my hands and everything. It was Oh thing. yeah. So as That's much as I appreciate it. you just don't it, use headphones and you just play the noise into the room. Yeah, I could have done that. <laughs> I don't really remember what my thought process was of why I needed headphones. 
was Stephen. I guess I didn't want to. Sh- I didn't want to share sinisterhood with Stephen as he like walked <laughs> by. No, he was like fully in the basement. I don't. There was literally no reason why I needed the privacy of listening to headphones. <laughs> I don't. Here's a reason I don't like to use headphones. Uh, I feel like I can get snuck up on. Yeah. I, I yeah. I don't like that. I don't want Cassie to sneak up on me. I like to be able to hear. I like the clues. Uh, see, but I very rarely put both headphones in. I'm a one oh, yeah, headphone yeah, yeah. kind of gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the only time I put both headphones in is when I'm vacuuming cuz you need that full like mm. sound, you know, barrier yeah, 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 between yeah. you and the vacuum. Um but yeah, I agree. I'm too jumpy. I don't want I don't I need to hear no. the approach. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a one headphone. One headphone in the office, one headphone when I'm running, one headphone while I podcast. Yeah, you got to have I must one ear be free. aware at all times. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't, when would I ever wear both headphones? You know what? I wear both headphones. <laughs> That's <laughs> one very particular instance where I wear both headphones. It's when I'm riding the bus to or from a marching band event. Because you just want to shut it all out. I want to shut it all out and I know I'm completely safe. Because I always ride the bus. I sit on the window side and my brother sits next to me. I am completely safe. Yeah. No one's sneaking up on me on the band bus. Well, you don't know. You know what? Speaking of band shenanigans. Yeah. I could have told this story last week. Uh, So marching band season wrapped up a few weeks ago. The kids figured out my address. (gasps) And they came to our house. They did that thing that they do to you guys where they like vandalize your house they pranked us but they pranked us by leaving pumpkins on our front porch that they had carved to say kelly smells (laughs) it's like a fun inside joke to them all to say kelly smells that's like and then the funniest but also most (laughs) pathetic prank i've ever heard it was very dorky and they respectfully put the pumpkins on pizza boxes so that they weren't directly on our porch what uh yeah it was weird and then they did carve a particular piece of anatomy on one of them oh scandalous (laughs) but then later that night they also found my instagram and were sending me dms of them all listening to our podcast (gasps) and like head banging to the theme song oh my god i haven't told kelsey this yet kids if you're listening go practice (laughs) you suck wow wow well that's a lot of fun i got snuck up on (laughs) yeah you did you your house got (laughs) snuck up on it really did but that was also the week we were sick so i was like i can't oh that's like a prank so we left pumpkins we left pumpkins outside of our house that said kelly smells for like a few days (laughs) your neighbors are all like what the hell (laughs) These people have very weird taste in pumpkins <laughs> in Halloween decor. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. I discovered so that one that. of our gigantic, so we had one very big decorative pumpkin out on the porch and it was leaking like the other day like I, w- I went up to check on them and to see what was what and just to make sure that like none of them were rotting because from the, like far away they looked fine and i go up and i'm like mm, what's this like weird puddle and then i start to move them around and the big one had sort of like 
rotted out from the bottom and it was really gross <laughs> but the others are doing fine even yeah, though stevens can if you don't carve them they can last a while yeah steven was very concerned that it was going to be too hot out there for them earlier mm, in october it did warm up we're in a warm snap but they've done okay they're still hanging tough yeah they get to remain there until thanksgiving so maybe it's still fall it is still fall right now. Steven and I have been debating it a lot, but I'm Yeah, leaning. our pumpkins are still out there. So Except for the Except for the Kelly smells. Pumpkins, yeah. <sighs> well um, Are you we ready for this? Did we introduce ourselves? I don't even remember. Uh, no. I'm Kelly Bing Masters Parsons. I'm Kelsey Paul. I think I was about to do it right as you hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> um this is the unknown subject of criminal minds podcast today we're gonna watch season five episode 19 rite of passage mm. i remember this episode because i uh, really had to dig for a fun fact mm. yeah i don't remember it at all you'll remember it once we uh, yeah watching. i you know i'm i have a feeling of a vibe oh you I caught a vibe, a vibe. What's the vibe? What's the vibe? I don't know. I just feel like I have a vibe of like shenanigans from this episode. Shenanigans. Okay. Um. Well, are you ready? Shall we get into it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. Whoa. We're running through a We're field. We're running through what I would Engine call the desert. revving. Oh. Oh, and an a, ATV. Yeah. That's an all-terrain vehicle. That it's is. a person have a sword on their back. Oh. Oh, right. I didn't oh, notice right. that. I kind of remember this. You remember this? I don't remember. I have did, a vibe. I told you I have a vibe. <laughs> okay. But you can't describe what the vibe is. No. Uh, All right. So this person is I running mean, through the desert. Clues. The episode's called Rite of Passage. Like, it's definitely just some, like, stupid shit where you, like, you gotta kill someone to join the gang or something. Oh. This guy's running. It's nighttime in the desert. The ATV's catching up. Uh-oh. He fell down. The ATV is he now is circling down. him. Yeah. You can stand back up and get away. That yeah, ATV's he- not ma- moving that fast. The circle's no, I feel like tight. I, yeah, I feel like that oh he's menacingly riding the atv oh but the man is speaking spanish and he says no more please please stop the guy's got like a creepy skull mask on. he does but he is also wearing a helmet so he's safe that straight up is a sword that's That's a a machete big machete (laughs) it would be heading yeah oh we don't know no definitely beheading what else do you use a machete for just regular stabbing just just (laughs) run-of-the-mill stabbing (laughs) Now we're All seeing right, some, well, we teenage cut into some teenagers riding use. a bike. The U's the f- <laughs> are being hooligans. On they have bikes. real Greg Pakitis vibes. They do Pakitis. Oh, he runs into some styrofoam coolers. Yeah, and he's wiped oh, out. Oh, and there's a head in and there. And a head comes out of one of them. There's a Ooh. head in the cooler. Oh, uh, you exactly. know what? I'm gonna be the props person that makes prop heads. Yeah, that'd be a fun job. Yeah. Well, we're around the table. We're around we the go. bangs table. are all out. <laughs> um <laughs> there, there's team shenanigans oh, happening. Wh- is Hotch not there? He's gonna meet them on the plane. Okay. Um Cutting to the cooler. The head's three, back in the cooler now. Three heads in three coolers. Oh. 
Oh, all in different stages stages of decomp. Decomp. Weird. Two died a few months ago, and then there's the fresh one. Okay, well, you know who the fresh one is. Dirt in their mouth, ears, and nose. Ew. We know why. The dust. Oh, Garcia. Hey, Garcia. Mexico in 2009 alone. Ten heads and coolers. Ew. Ten heads and coolers from drug wars. Wow. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Basically, the DA was DEA was like, we have enough going on. You guys want to look at this one? We can't. We can't deal with all these heads and coolers. Yeah. Oh, and then they put the heads in front of the stair- the sheriff station. That's where the kids ran into them. So they're like oh. being like displayed and like sent to the police. So that's like a whole other part of this. Yeah. Um. So they're saying it could be some kind of like anti-immigration, like political statement. There's a lot of, you know, rogue people like roaming the borders down there. So. Um. But they're saying that he probably, the unsung's probably local because you have to have like knowledge of that area. And it's like a pretty large area. The border is obviously hundreds of miles. So. <sighs> the serial killer's perfect storm. Oh, there he goes. Um, we're back on the ATV with the machete. Yeah. To the opening ceremonies we go. The opening ceremonies. You know how we just had Olympics? Yeah, we're having another one. They're coming up. Yeah. I told Steven that the other day. I goes, God damn it. We're having another Olympics. Dude. I know you're going to host an Olympics party and you're coming. Okay. I'll be the Debbie Sometimes Downer I think about bunch. hosting parties and then I th- it stresses me out because I have I have lots of friends but in many different groups and I don't want to mix them because I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> I mean we were all at your wedding. That's true, but did you mingle? Uh no. Yeah, see. I mean exactly. I mingled with our other coworkers <laughs> that were there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, we're all talking about the desert. We're all in the desert. <laughs> we're talking about the desert and how anything can happen in the desert. Dude, hashtag anything goes in the desert. So they're saying that Terlingua, which is the town that we're going to, is kind of just a speck on the map. Like, it's a pass-through town. Like, immigrant immigrants come through there, but then pass on very quickly. Like, they don't stay. So there's lots of people coming in and out. Nearly uh, two tons of cocaine. Yeah, Garcia's going over a cartel. Well, what the hell is this thing Morgan brought on the plane? It's a very fancy briefcase. I only saw Humongous it for a second. briefcase, though. Oh, it's a gun. It has a very why big assault rifle. Why are you assembling it on the plane? Uh, of would all no places? one else be concerned right now? I mean, everyone else is just kind of like, oh, there he is with his big old gun. Like, he's never done this before. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen him do. We're going to bring in the toys. We're going to bring in the toys. And then and Hodge then, is like, I don't need any broken MP5s in our budget. And then uh, Reed is like, I don't think that I'm like qualified to carry a gun like that. And Hotch and uh, Morgan are like, yeah, you're not. Like, you're not going <laughs> to touch this. Literally recall the first episode where he was like, I'm afraid to shoot the gun. Yeah. He's gotten better at it since then. He's shot a couple of people. He has. 
Here All we right, are in here we are. Texas. I still can't get over that he just felt the need to put that gun together in the middle of the plane. Yeah, like he was going to come straight what the off the plane. What is happening shooting. now? There's just like a line There's of a dudes. Of, it's the Lugo cartel. Oh, it's the cartel. Why are they How all standing in a line? I mean, it's definitely the big L tattoos under their ears. Why are they standing in a line like this? I don't know. They're like outside the sheriff's department, just like standing there. And the FBI's like, ex- why did I call them the FBI? Uh, Hotch is like, can we get in there? They say they're demonstrating their their rights for to peaceful assembly, to protest the unlawful arrest of Mar Morales. Okay. And then a deputy comes out and he's like, "Sorry, guys, come on in." So there's definitely Tensions some tension. Tension. Why, Why is, is this man wearing, wearing gloves? gloves? <laughs> <laughs> guys, like, first thing you notice gloves. was one of these deputies is wearing black leather. Is exactly. he the murderer? Yeah, and he's just like, I can't leave fingerprint fingerprints because I wear gloves in the middle of the I summer ride in Texas. I my ATV everywhere. That's so weird. All right, they picked somebody up. I guess the person that was arrested, Omar, picked him up outside of town. But the but sheriff not to talk to him. Yeah, the sheriff won't let the deputies talk to him. So now we're gonna go meet the sheriff. I guess there Let's she is. Meet her. We got a lady sheriff. Yeah, there's she's probably in some a bunch of things. I yeah, feel like. she's I've in seen everything. Her in a lot of stuff. All right, and she's like, I'm just gonna ignore that cartel. That cartel out there. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> It's, like, it's hot okay. outside. They're the least of my worries. Um, um so the deputies ooh, are the she ones doubts the deputies. Yeah, so the deputies arrested this Omar guy, but she's like, I don't think that he's involved. Oh, um, there's twenty missing immigrants in the six months she's been sheriff. So she's a new sheriff and she's a female mm, sheriff. So she's We've got like ourselves an some, some biases at work. Yep, for sure. Um, okay. Um, but no one will make, so all these people are missing, but no one will take it, make an official report, Classic obviously. criminal mind storyline. Classic. These people that no one cares about are missing. Oh, she really is an outsider, because she also just, she moved here from Brooklyn, so she, like, oh. isn't from Texas, she's not from the small town. She's a city slicker. She's a city slicker. She came into this town and got this job. Okay. So. The FBI's like, cartels murdered to send a message. And she's like, come with me. Oh, they're the Ooh, heads. Ooh, we're at the heads. Now they're in like buckets. They're in like yeah, clear like, buckets. Yeah, how you find like frogs and stuff in your uh-huh, science classroom. Uh-huh. Uh, Reed's talking about how hard it is to decapitate someone. There are multiple there- strikes, but no hesitation. Okay, so he knows what he's doing. He's not concerned about it. Yes. Ah, the second victim was blind. Okay. Ish. He had cataracts. <laughs> Blind-ish. <laughs> um, and we've got a mix of men and women victims, so oh, he's not she paying attention to gender. She can only use their teeth oh, okay. to identify them so it takes a long time to even well, yeah, figure out how old they are she doesn't have fingerprints 
Because they're just heads. Because they're just heads. They all had sand residue in their noses and throats, and they're asking if that's because the heads were buried. And she said, maybe, but she's like, because I don't have any lungs, I can't tell whether or not they breathed the sand in. So, but, but she they, thinks that they may have breathed in sand because the passages they were, and because were they were lacerated. So she, they think they were running, which we know that they were running because we saw that yes. at the beginning. All right, we're with Omar. Uh, yep. And the Do deputy you, is like, "You know how much misery this guy's responsible for." <laughs> how long are we going to gloss over the deputy wearing the leather gloves? I need. Yeah, I. I I'm going to need some explanation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fear we're never going to get it. I know, but I need to know. <laughs> All right, okay. so they're talking to him still. They're, like, doing this whole thing of, like, oh, like, what would you do if a competitor moved in on your business, hypothetically? And Hypothetically, I would. Got him I, from crotch to chin. Oh, okay. Oh, he's really describing everything he would he do. He really <gasps> is. It's, it's rough. Oh. He's talking about mail and body parts to people. Yeah, this is real thumb in a cooler <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but he says that it's all hypothetical he's like hypothetically right. I mean, that's what i would do but he's also like hey if i did something like and you think that i did something how about you charge me with something instead of making me yeah. just like sit here yeah and so hotch is profiling him yeah but th- he's this isn't the guy Clearly it's not the guy. The episode has just begun. We yeah. have that classic scenario He's where they the arrest lead. One, like some racist person arrested the wrong guy. Yeah. Just like that other episode where they arrest some guy. <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> you know? Just like that other like episode where episode? something happened some and, episode they ar- where they do that. and they arrested some guy. Okay, so now they're saying that gang members pray to the saint of death. So what? Why would anyone draw that conclusion? Um. Oh, it's because Omar was like, oh, like maybe these people died because like they got killed by the saint of death or something like that. And it's like, no, mm. like you're no. <laughs> and they're saying he doesn't yeah. actually believe that. He's just using it as an excuse. So now they think they're afraid of Santa Muerte. Remember that episode of Dark Tourist where yes. he goes to Mexico and learns about Santa Muerte? Yes. Fascinating. Um, okay. Well, there is going, on, still and going on. on and on about it. It's just it. like, I don't care. So basically, so they, they, the understanding just is... hunting people trying to get a better life. Well, yeah, that's fucked up. But they're also saying that, like, so the immigrants that are coming into town are talking about this, like, saint of death, like Santa Muerte. So he's, like, a specter, basically. But it's like, Mm. we know it's a real person. We just have to figure out who this real person is. Because Santa Muerte doesn't ride around on an ATV. Right. Santa Muerte. You ever seen a saint? (laughs) 
He ain't riding an ATV. No. But we're seeing the unsub with his night vision goggles hunting. He's immigrants. eyeing up an immigrant who's fallen behind across the border who has fallen behind and the rest of the squad is like we're going on because if we want to get to america we gotta gotta go it's everyone for themselves in that situation Mm -hmm. oh 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 god head on a spike right outside the sheriff's house right on her chain link fence because i'm telling you it's the other deputy kelsey with the gloves. The gloves? You think it's glove deputy? It's one of them for sure. Right. Because they don't Cause like they're her. Because they're sketchy. Because they don't, yeah, they don't like her and they're pissed they as she like came in. They don't like how nice she is to the illegals. Uh-huh. So she's basically she says, saying I'm like. I'm the only one who seems to give a damn. Yeah. So she's like, I'm the only one that seems to care that these people are going missing and getting killed. And she's like, I got a bunch of superstitions about what's going on. Um, and Hotch is like, yeah, but like shit is really going down and you've obviously touched a nerve because you're sort of the center of attention. Hotch says, I think you've probably talked to whoever it is. Yeah. It's one of your deputies. Yeah. You talked to the the one who's wearing gloves. Why is he wearing gloves? (laughs) I need to know. Also, you where can't. is he? Why didn't he show up just then? He, oh, look at that shelf with all the hats on it. Is he, okay, is he, is he? still in gloves? I where don't see he? him. Okay, we're giving the profile to all the other deputies. Yeah. He's not there. No, he's not, because he's out murdering. <laughs> I just... Everything is a means to an end. Yeah. He's weakening them by making them run through the desert. So he's not strong enough. There, there he is. is. Let me see your hands. Yeah. They're folded underneath his arms. <sighs> so he's creating chaos and then attacking. He's probably he's not un- in a relationship, but if he is, he's abusive. But he gets off on control. Um, he's, and he's really aware. close to the investigation. Yep. And he knows that the sheriff is looking into all of these missing people. That's why he started decapitating them to throw off the investigation. It's a countermeasure, some may say. I want to see that guy's gloves. Show me yeah, the gloves. Let me s- show me your hands. Like they have to throw in some kind of line at some point of like, oh yeah, like I really suffered third degree burns five years ago, and so <laughs> right. I wear these gloves because oh I'm my hands. I have Raynaud's phenomenon. My hands are really cold. Yeah, like I have to. I have really sensitive hands. Like, you can't... Like, there was clearly a choice in wardrobe to be right. like, hey, you're going to you wear these leather gloves. you think that actor just strolled... Oh, Clyde. We're talking to Clyde. Oh! Clyde's going to go them. over. I can't... Did you see them? I didn't yes. see them. I did. I didn't see his hands at he all. He had so the gloves on, I promise. All right. We are at something called Liberpod. There they are. Trust me, no one is more fixated on these gloves than I am. I will not lose track of these gloves. <sighs> okay. Right. I I am having like a flashback. I feel like this is when they start to figure it out. Okay. The guy who runs Libertad is like, you have to leave. Like, these people won't feel safe with law enforcement here. Right. Oh, we're having the old immigration debate mm. where... 
nice guys like they just want a bit better life glove cops like then they should take the front door blah, yep. blah, blah. and prentice is like all right we're not going to debate immigration right now let's talk about this murderer <laughs> yeah. that's on the loose Ooh. She um, puts a deputy in line yeah so i think morgan might be on to gloved deputy because he made garcia look into something and i have to think that it was about the gloves yeah He's like, I need you to search for a reason why a grown man would wear gloves in the middle of the day. <laughs> is, if the glove fits, you must acquit. No, that's not what it is. The uh, real irony here, though, is that Shamar Moore in SWAT wears fingerless gloves for oh. most of every episode. It's inexplicable. Well, something. <laughs> and it's a choice. Okay. Okay. So there are multiple safe safe houses. houses. They come and go faster than the tunnels. So they maybe need to find one of these safe houses. Yeah. Deputy Clyde is looking Clyde's bad news bears. Oh. Were, oh, is that her, like, scrapbook of cases that she's failed? I guess, because, or, yeah, I mean, failed or solved, I don't know, but she was looking at a newspaper article about a Brooklyn family slaughtered. Uh, She was one of 20 detectives in her unit to do the math. She says, don't ask me how many I solved. Okay. Uh, So we're going to look into this safe house angle to try and find where these people are going after they cross the border. They're thinking that someone's probably missing the man who was murdered last night. Right. Right. We know that's true. Because naturally he did not cross alone. Correct. Uh, so the sheriff is kind of like, these safe houses are going to be hard as hell to find because they're a secret for a reason. And they're like, don't worry, we have a Garcia. She'll figure it out. Yeah, she can find everything. So she, she's got lo- purple lipstick on today. Purple it matches is her the dress. color of her energy. Mm-hmm. All right, so she's boot bopping all around the internet. Yeah, we're just like seeing things flash all across the screen. And she has, she has three, three addresses. addresses. Perfect! She's <laughs> if you're looking to get a gift for me, one of her would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> She's one of a kind, ma'am, and you can't have her. Correct. You can have Kevin, though. All right, we're in the car. We keep cutting to Clyde. Yeah, so Clyde, creepy glove detective, is in the car with Morgan and Prentice. And Morgan is like, you know, we're not going to get very far in this case if you start, like, fighting with everyone we talk to about immigration. And he's like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, there's his big gun. Morgan has his big gun. gun out. Okay. And deputies at one. They're at oh. the other. Guy comes Outcome- running oh! in. Oh my god! <laughs> he just Morgan just clotheslined this guy. He just clotheslined the shit out of I played a little safety in college. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to clothesline people in no. football. I'm pretty sure that that's a flag on the play. <laughs> well, they get some guy. I don't know. Yeah, so they find this guy at the safe house. Oh, you keep he's them in a stable. All of the immigrants. Well, I mean, if you've got to be sly about this, I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to hide them somewhere, I guess. I mean, this here's this is another weird choice. This big gun that he's chosen to carry around is another weird plot choice in this. It's real overkill. What does he think? These immigrants are like all packing. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's. That's what I don't understand is, like, why this case does he need this giant right. gun? Like, we very early on determined it's not really this drug cartel. So why are you not right. back to your regular gun? Right. All right. Like, these are innocent people who are very scared. And, like... Yeah. They are clearly not the ones murdering people. No! Okay. Doesn't Prentice speak Spanish? I think so. <gasps> Oh. Oh, someone raped her? Oh. Oh, God. Now I'm glad he closed She does that speak guy. Spanish. Yeah, I thought we had Spanish heard her speak Spanish her before. So. She speaks many languages. It- she does. She's an international woman. Yes. All right. We've got what's his face? The clothesline E. The coyote. Mm. That's a pretty good nickname. Coyote? Yeah. That's what you. That's what you're called when you smuggle people across the border. They're called coyotes. Oh, see, I don't know much about immigration because I don't care that much. I don't. Um, I mean, I care. Like, I want people to come here. I, I'm, I'm pro-immigrant. I don't care that much. <laughs> that's not what I mean. That's a great nickname. You're right. It is a great nickname. For a group of people who are oftentimes very terrible. <laughs> All right. So the lady, she's with her. She's been reunited with her son. That's good. Um, but she's talking to Prentice about what happened when they were crossing. Oh, the husband. Was and it was behind. her husband who was sick and got left What are behind. the chances that that's um, the one safe house they go to and they happen I know. to find They her. really lucked out on that one. <laughs> So other deputy who's not wearing gloves, but is equally as sus. Yeah, definitely. It's the two of them together. Ooh, you think they're a team? Yes. Okay. I think it's one or the other. Or he at least knows about it. Oh, okay. Like maybe one's doing them, but the other one is like in on it sort of. Right. All right. So we're going to get the little boy a soda. Come on, big man. Let's get a soda. All right. She's going to speak Spanish now. Yeah. Racist dude's not going to know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. Oh, the lady's just really sad that her husband's missing. Wow, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Sketchy cop. Yeah. Says something's been bothering him. He's talking to the sheriff and he's like, it got me thinking. Oh, because all of oh, the... the sun. Yeah, they were all okay. saying how they saw the sun. S-U-N. Yes. And so they and there's need this to... big mural. There's a big mural of a sun outside of town. Yeah, let's go there. So Sheriff and non-gloved creepy deputy are going to go right. look. And there it is. There's that big sun. Okay. Painted Golden on the side of the harvest. barn. Oh. He brought her out there because he's going to attack her. He's going to kill it's a, her. It's a trap. He's going to kill her. He's the unsub. He's going to kill her. You can wreck pretty good. Growing up, all I ever had was a bicycle. Yeah, he's already, he's talking about ATVs. Like, psh, on sub rides mm-hmm. an ATV. 
Really? You needed to put your flashlight on it? We can clearly yeah. see it. Oh, and there's a Santa Muerte. Oh, painted right there. The two things that everyone was seeing that they were seeing. Don't stand in front of him. He's going to whack you on the head. Yep. He's, yeah. Oh, she says, that's good police work, Boyd. And then he gets a look in his eye. He's going to go all murdery. Oh. Oh, she's starting to catch on, too, though, that he's sketch. Yeah. He's like, what do you think about that profile? And he's just staring at the sun. And she's like, what do I think? Now he's talking Anyone about the who unsub. who kills that many people's got to be a real badass. I was like, okay. <laughs> she said, she's like, I think ass. it makes him a punk ass. <laughs> and then he's like, putting a head outside of a house doesn't seem like a cowardly move. Oh, something wrong with your leg. Oh, he said he busted it up pretty bad when he was a teenager. And mm-hmm. he can't, you can't hardly run. run anymore. She, oh, like yeah. We're zooming in on rains. her realizing what it is. Ooh, and being handicapped in some way was part of the Get profile. out of there. Get in your police car. Run, and she's run, like, leave him behind. Bad leg. He's got killing in his eyes. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> He's got killing in his eyes. He does. He's got that look on his face <laughs> like he wants to beat her face in. Oh, he said, You're sticking your nose and thinks that we're going just fine. Yeah, she's totally picking up on it. He's sketchy. How can someone be missing if they ain't supposed to be here in the first place? Fuck Bro, you, Bro, did you know borders are literally Oop, made she's up? She's starting to back up. They're going to blame it all on Omar. No, they aren't. You got to back up faster than that. Don't you have a gun, ma'am? Yeah, just shoot him. Where's your Morgan gun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Hand on the gun. Hand on the it. gun. Do you think she's going to die? No. No. You won't make it. I gotta try. And he says, yeah, I know. Oh. Shoot out. <gasps> and we just zoom in on Santa Muerte. We don't know who got shot. We don't. It's a mystery. But there were two shots. That was I heard two, right? I think there was like at least three. Oh. All right. So the FBI is pulling up to the sheriff's office. It's now daytime. In the morning. So they're oh, like, where, are, where all the are all the deputies? And they're like, maybe they found another head. <laughs> and then they're like, no, we haven't heard from the sheriff. They're both. They both got shot. They're both lying out there bleeding out. You think? Maybe. All right. So they go in, and the they say the sheriff is missing. She never came in this morning, and her cruiser's missing too. So the whole department's looking for her. Was she working on something? And JJ's like, I thought she went home last night. Let's trace that cell phone. Okay, here comes Boyd over the radio, and he's like, oh, I, he found, says, her. I found her. God, God she's, all, she's all dot, dot, dot. Just get some help. You did it, Boyd. We yep, know you did it. faking it. I think she's dead. She's dead. Cassie's really convinced she's dead. Cassie, keep whispering, she is. She's dead. dead. Oh, I know we've seen it before. I don't remember. Are her hands missing? I know. I thought I didn't see hands. There's overkill. Completely different M.O. <sighs> he goes from impossible to identify illegal immigrants to the sheriff. Like, that doesn't make sense. This is a guy who picks the weakest in the crowd. Also, once you kill... I feel like she was the target of all his anger. So once you kill her, what happens? Well, no, he's been killing immigrants this whole time. Oh, right, right, right. But she she, just, like, got in the way. Right, like, she showed up and started investigating. Like, no one was investigating before. 
And then there's Damn. the CSI team showing the up. CSI in their team just right, like, like rocking their like sheepskin jackets. Yeah, just like, regular just ass like, clothes. Hey, uh, we're here to get this body. Prentice wearing classic 2010s giant sunglasses. Oh yeah, I like classic. Them. So Hotch remembers that this body is mutilated the exact same way that that Omar guy hypothetically said that he would send a message if there was like a rat coming in on his territory. Right. And who's the only other person who heard, who heard that? him say that? <laughs> hmm. The tongue too. Ew. And they're like, wait, how did you like JJ was, was talking about it? And they're like, how did you hear that? And she was like, I was standing outside the room yeah, with Deputy right Boyd. Uh, him and Gentry went to get Omar. Uh, oh. Gentry's Clyde, right? AKA gloves. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. There's Racist Boyd with his gun, team. and there's. Oh. <gasps> Now they're just like now they're shooting just brazenly people. shooting. And glove and guys like, like Boyd, what dude, the fuck? Hey. I thought we were just killing other immigrants. I thought we just hated those other people. Yeah. He's just like shooting people. <gasps> he's shooting them all. Well, cuz he's and he's going to use it as like, oh, well they killed the sheriff, so like I'm totally justified to kill them. Yeah. But he is not. They are putting their hands up. Yeah, dude. They're all clearly. Oh, there's oh, Omar. There's Omar. This ain't gonna stick, you know. He's just shooting at him. Oh shit! He got him in the leg. Oh, he, he got, got him, him in the back. Clyde is like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Yeah. <laughs> Clyde's like, "Someone's gonna see." Yeah, like he's like, "This is not gonna end well for me." Ronnie, what did you do? And he goes, "Oh, we had a gun." And Boyd's like, "Er." Clyde's like, no, he didn't. He ain't got no gun. Ronnie, he ain't got no gun. <laughs> <laughs> Clyde's like, I am not gonna go along with this. <gasps> he killed two cops. He killed. He killed. Clyde. He killed Clyde so much with with Omar's gun, and then he puts Omar's gun like in his hand. Or no, that's another no, gun he a had. Cell phone's ringing. Framing. Yeah, it's gonna be Clyde's cell phone. Clyde's cell phone's ringing. You're going to be like, Clyde, Boyd's a real baddie. Yep. They're like, hey, so this is Prentice. Please, if if Boyd's near you, the like, unsub's don't say anything. We think he's the unsub, and he just hangs up. So now he knows Why that they're on to him. That shot was blurry. And then he stamps on the cell phone. Damn. Stomps, not stamps. R.I.P. Gloved Clyde. Will we ever understand why you were wearing gloves? We won't. We won't now. God. All right. We're all at this junkyard. There's dead people everywhere. Oy vey. Now Morgan and Rossi have big guns. Yeah. Where'd they get the second one from? <laughs> I don't know. They only made the big deal Rossi about the silver suitcase Rossi with the one. Rossi didn't feel the need to show his off on the airplane. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's because Rossi is, like, too cool for that. Yeah. He's like, Morgan, you don't need to bring your big gun out and, like, wave it around in front of people. Yeah. All right. They're like, no, none of this lines up. Like, Yeah, none of it makes sense. Yeah. Also, clearly it's Boyd. 
Yeah. Because we already figured out it was Boyd. So, of course, he's going to try to cover his tracks. Yeah, but also, so- he seems to not give a fuck at all. No. As well. So, we're going to try to track his radio. Yeah. And we're now down to, like, one normal deputy that does not have gloves and is not sketchy. <laughs> no. He's he just, just looks like a plain He's man. just here to help. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we're tracking... He's Boyd. driving through the desert. So where, where is, is he, he going? Running? He's going to Mexico. He's crossing the border. He'd hate Mexico. I mean, he'd, he'd hate Mexico, but he doesn't like any of the I people don't know. from Mexico. <laughs> um. All right, so there he goes. He's driving in the desert, and they're talking to him on the radio. And he goes, "This, this is my, my desert." desert. You think you can find me? Bro, it's the desert. Where are you going to Cocky hide? little bastard is what <laughs> Rossi says. <laughs> he is a cocky little bastard. I don't know why he thinks the desert is like a forest where you can really <laughs> hide. Like, they bring one helicopter out there. They're going to find you in like yeah. 20 minutes. I mean, it's like its biggest advantage is that it's very big. But yeah, you're right. I guess. Like, if you're in the desert, you can see pretty much everything in the desert. Also, there's literally nothing there to help you live. Exactly. Unless you are a super survivalist, which I do not think Boyd is. So Hotch is trying to talk to him on the radio and be like, you don't have to make this any worse. Like, why don't you just come back? And he's like, no. (laughs) This is Texas. You think that judge gives a damn whether or not I cooperated? He said there's only one way to deal with someone like him and Mm. they're like is he like gonna kill himself or is this a bluff he's not panicking there's something he's heading for yeah he's like going somewhere something's they're in his trailer and there's there's so much smell so much blood it's body parts it's the rest of the bodies in his own trailer Yuck. Or it's just his bloody clothes. That's where he decapitated them. Fuck. Ew. Not out in the desert? Yeah. Like, why did you need to take them in your trailer? Yeah. Oh, now they're finding about the barn with the sun on the side. Oh, that's where he's going. Yeah. Because it was his family barn with their, like, grain company that they had. Yeah. And, like... His dad died there or something. Yep, there we go. And here he is. is. All right. Well, what are you going to do there? You're just going to do like a standoff. Yeah, you're just going to like hole up. And then he shoots his radio on his cruiser. But they know where it is. Well, right, because they saw him stop. (laughs) Right, like they have it. All right. There's something out there that's not on the map. Yeah. So they're going to head that direction. Now we're calling Hotch to say, like, hey, this Golden Harvest Barn is out there. Yeah. And that's where his dad died. Let's go there. Up, And then we see all these graves outside the trailer. It would, listen, not that I would ever be a murderer, but it would freak me out to have the bodies buried right in my backyard. But I guess guess if you're a murderer, you don't care. No, and, like, some murderers, like, like it. They like it, yeah. Ugh. What's his face? Who buried the head looking up at his mom? 
yeah. what's his face from Mindhunter, but yeah. also real life. But like, I can't what was think his, of name? his name. I don't know. <sighs> I want to say Ed Gein, but that's not him. It's the other one. Oh God, what is his name? I can picture the big him guy. Clear as day. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm. Ed Kemper. <laughs> Ed Kemper. I knew it was an Ed. All right, All right so we're, we're rolling up to the to the barn. Oh, and the shooting starts. He, he's shooting now. He's the different gun than he had before. Yeah, this is it's straight like, up like a machine gun. Oh, it's gonna. Oh, Morgan's got their guns. Morgan's got his big gun. He's so ready. Morgan's MP5 is gonna save the day. Oh, he's, now he's on his ATV. He's in his. <sighs> he did an outfit change. He did. He's ready to escape on his ATV. He's shooting Run at the into car. Him. Morgan and Morgan Prentice is, are running right at him. Morgan is shooting through the windshield. Morgan, Morgan's MP5 did the trick. All right, you all right? <laughs> Prentice is like, no, you Prentice blew out my like, eardrum. You blew out my eardrum. I am not okay. And she's like, I had him. I was going to run him over with my literal car. <laughs> You're right. This episode does have shenanigans vibes. <laughs> I told you. She's so pissed. She just walks away and like shakes her head like, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Why didn't you even tell me? I could have put my finger in my ear at least. Okay. They're talking now about how like we're never really going to know who these dead people are because yeah. no one has reported them missing because <sighs> they're living like, a difficult life. Yeah. Nothing. <sighs> this is a real mess and they say well it would have been more of a mess like without Sheriff Ruiz and it's really sad that she's dead and uh and Hotch is gonna call Brooklyn and have them okay, like tell so, them that she's dead yeah so like she can get the funeral and stuff that she deserves because she didn't nobody know anyone in this town yeah she was basically still just a an NYPD or all right we're back on the jet I feel like this is the first time I paid attention to the quote. Oh, I wasn't. Helen, Helen Keller? Keller? Interesting. Interesting choice. <laughs> Interesting choice. Interesting lack of any wrap up there on the jet. Yeah, it we was just get just that kind jet of like, shot there and that goes was it. the jet. That's it. Goodbye. That was weird. It was weird. Well, what do you think? What do you think? Um <laughs> I as you as I've already voiced I have a lot of questions about some of the choices that were made in the plot of this <laughs> episode. Namely, gloves. I mean, gloves, number one. I just, it doesn't make any sense. It's such an odd wardrobe choice to make inexplicably and, like, not give any reasoning for it whatsoever. I'd love well, to know. If anybody knows, I like, listeners, I, like, listen, I looked at a bunch of stuff about this episode as I was trying to find my fun fact. Nowhere was there any mention of these gloves. If somebody knows, if there's a reason, please tell me. I need to know. I feel like, here's my hypothesis. What is your theory? My theory is they did it knowing that we'd, like, key in on it because at this point, the audience all thinks they're little agents. Right. five seasons in. Right. Um... So it and was supposed like to make a red him herring. look sketchy. And so he's we were the su- second red herring. First red herring's the gang. Second red herring, him. 
And then it's actually they're like, the how can we make this deputy seem like he might be the weird unsub? I know. Make him wear weird leather gloves all the time. <laughs> and everyone will notice. Everyone will notice and they'll all think it's weird. Ugh, just such an odd thing. So there's it that. Really is. Or, or, or that actor got loose in the costume tent <laughs> and said, these gloves are cool. They're part and of nobody- my look. Nobody could convince him to take them off, yeah. and so they just the, gave the costume up. department was like, everybody gets to pick their hat, and he was like, uh, I'll skip gloves. the hat and take the gloves, please. And yeah, he was like, <laughs> my character feels like a glove man, and they're like, fine, whatever, we're running behind schedule. I don't have yeah. time to argue with you. Put the fucking gloves on. It, okay. And they were like, wait, why do we even have these gloves? Yeah. <sighs> so that's one weird I mean, thing. Other than that, like, I think it was a. An enjoyable episode, I guess. Yeah, it's a perfectly enjoyable episode. I do think the, like, weird placement, like, emphasis and placement of the big gun is a weird thing. Like, again, there's yeah, just, like... Yeah, that was just, weird. Like, weird plot points that are, like, why? Why did you go out of your way to include this in the episode? It's bizarre. Yeah. It was silly but it really set us up for that good little silly moment at the end with Shin- uh, with Prentice being like what the fuck man <laughs> she was so that was kind of worth it <laughs> my favorite part is just when Hodge is like are you guys okay and she goes no <laughs> like, I'm not okay as if they didn't just bring down like a psycho on sub yeah. they're just like immediately silly oh god but I guess that's how you gotta be yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, I mean, it's a fine episode. I, yeah. It's, I don't always love, like, the politically charged episodes. Yeah. Uh, Because there's so much going on. Yeah. And so mm. many layers. But it also, like, to a degree, you didn't need that much background on Boyd because, like... You know that type of person, right? Well, like, that's the thing. Like they, like he's not really a mystery, right? Like he's not an enigma. Like it's like clearly he's a racist son of a bitch. He doesn't like people coming into this country, and so he's right. killing them. Like it's not right. It's it's not a real mystery. <laughs> yeah, it it was weird. The tie into the barn thing, I think, was the only thing that was kind of weird. Like, yeah making it that his dad died i think not that like i want this to be the case but i think something that would have made it stronger is if like immigrants somehow were responsible for his dad dying right like if there was some sort of or like a misunderstanding there or something sure like if there was a little bit of an explanation of like where his racism comes from um I mean, it's also, we. there are plenty of people who are just racist because they are. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, no, I did, that did feel like a weird sort of throwaway thing at the end where they tried to, like, make the barn significant. And it was just like, yeah, oh, right. like, we didn't we just need it. that. Like, we just needed the barn as a tool to get Sheriff Ruiz right. away. Right. And then as a place for him to go at the end for his yeah. mighty shootout. Yeah, have his showdown. I think, too, my other maybe complaint with this, of, and maybe why I just like it, I would maybe take some points off, is it's 
because of if you're correct that the gloves are supposed to be some sort of like thinly veiled attempt at a misdirect you kind of figure out who it is really fast like it's really obvious from the get-go that one of these two deputies is sketchy as and is involved Mm -hmm. and like i appreciate a criminal minds episode that makes me work a little harder than that yeah i agree like i know that i have seen all of these episodes before yeah but i feel like a lot of times i can still fall for it like i won't remember it right away but i feel like this one i remembered within minutes as soon as they showed up to the because it felt police station so obvious yeah like it was just like you guys are laying on the the hints at who like this might be like too thick yeah it's too easy yeah whatever whatever it was fine fine. we move along towards the end of season five move along um i want to say that you are first yeah well i have a proposition oh okay i am going to propose and feel free to shoot me down (laughs) <laughs> okay. But I'm going to propose that you always go first. Oh! Because the fun fact always relates to the episode. It does. So it makes more sense for the flow, for the fun fact to go first. I'm I'm perfectly right fine off with the that. show. And then and that then, way we don't have to be like, wait, who goes first? I was just going to say, we're really removing that barrier of having to figure yeah. out who goes first. I'm fine with that. This okay. Makes, how did? How are we five seasons in and we just came to this conclusion? I don't know, but let's do it. Well, let's Lay do it, it on me. Let's have a fun fact. Well, I've got like two fun facts, sort of. Okay. It was a little hard to find a fun fact, so I I did too. Um. So obviously, we have a lot of deputies in this episode. Yeah. I have fun facts about two of the three deputies. <laughs> Okay. Unfortunately, none of them are gloved deputy. I oh. for a minute halfway through the episode I thought, "Oh, the glove deputy is the one that I have a fun fact about." And then right at the end I go, oh, "Fuck, it's not." So, um the deputy that comes at the end who is like a good guy and wants to help, mm-hmm. uh he is played by an actor named Casey Nelson. And uh-huh. we have seen him before in an episode oh. of Criminal Minds. He was in um, the second part of the season four finale to Helen Back. Oh, to um, Hell dot 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 and, and back. back. He, but what's weird is he's listed as as being in that episode from season four as a character called Constable Cassar. Oh. So I guess he's one of, like, the Canadian cops that they yeah. deal with. Huh. But IMDb lists his appearance in that episode as uncredited. But oh. his character has a, has a name. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess because he doesn't have any lines in that episode, maybe. But I'm like, mm. but you went through the effort of giving his character a name. Right. Which yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> maybe in a, a deleted scene, he has a line. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so anyway, so there's one. So a time when we have definitely, as we know, actors pop up in multiple mm-hmm. episodes of Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. And so if there's a part of you who thinks that you thought you saw someone in a previous episode, you probably did. My other fun fact is about our unsub deputy, Deputy Boyd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played by an actor named Mike Doyle. 
And a fun fact about Mike Doyle is that he has died seven times on screen in oh. various roles. He's been in a lot of shit. He's one of those actors yeah, that's yeah, been in yeah. a lot of stuff. He's died on screen seven times, including in this episode. And you'll notice that we never see his face because he's yeah. wearing like his helmet. That apparently was a request from him because his first show or movie, whatever he was, he died on screen for the first time. He watched it back and he noticed that his eye twitch was twitching like after he was supposed to be dead. And so he said in an interview one time, he was like, now when I die on screen, I either make sure that like my face is going to be covered or I die with my eyes open. Because he's like has like a weird, he's so self conscious complex his that his eye is gonna twitch. <laughs> and I was like, that is the weirdest fucking thing that, that I've ever weird. read. <laughs> but then I so I read that and I was like, well, I'm gonna pay very close attention to whether or not his eyes are open when he dies. But he was wearing a helmet in this episode. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it just goes down. He just Interesting. goes down. Imagine being an actor who dies so much on TV that you have yeah, requests about how much it happens. Like seven times. Like that's a lot. To, yeah. Like it's like, oh, you're that you always die when you're because he does a lot of guest spots on shows. Yeah. And so, shows like this, too. I it, understand. Yes. Oh, yes. And I also read <sighs> that the, this episode that he was in aired on the same night that he guest starred on another show in plain sight. And they both aired on the same night. <laughs> so oh. he was on TV on two different shows on the same night. Wow. Oh, to be that famous. Oh, to be Mike Doyle. <laughs> that Mike Doyle. That Mike Doyle. We have a representative named Mike Doyle in we our do. area. So anyway, there you go. Those are your fun facts about all the They're deputies. Fun. I loved it. What are you ready recommendation? for I'm a so recommendation? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. My recommendation is a television program. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to you about it. <gasps> New information. Because uh, Cassie and I just started watching it the other day. Um, and I will be honest, when we started watching it, I didn't like it. Oh. And thought it was stupid. But okay. I am so invested. Uh, it's the show Baking Impossible on Netflix. Okay. Which is, of course, just a baking competition show. Mm-hmm. But... They do this that thing that sometimes annoyingly happens on competition shows where they like throw two things together that don't really make sense. Uh-huh. So you have baking and engineering. And so oh. they call it <laughs> baconeering. Oh my uh, God. And they pair together a baker and an engineer, but they don't meet until they get on the show, okay. which has become my favorite facet of the whole thing. Uh, and so they're teamed up and there's like, I don't know, like 12 people or something or like 10 teams. I don't remember how many it started with. And each week, you know, you know how they work. Uh, and what they have to do is like, they'll get what's called a mission. And it's like, you have to create a robot and like this much of it needs to be edible. Like you need to have this kind of dessert inside of it and it needs to have this many engineering components. Which is just, like, stupid. Like, think about that. It's stupid. <laughs> and I'm watching it, and I was like, this is stupid. Like, I just want to watch someone stupid. make something that's really delicious. Or I want to watch someone make a fucking robot. Like, sure. I don't want to watch it happen together. Uh-huh. But the dynamic of the fact that these people do not know each other is 
fascinating. Like, there are teams where clearly they do not work well together and they hate each other. Right. And it's so cringy to watch. And then there's other teams that, like, make magic together. And it's just so silly (laughs) and, like, stupid. Like, it's so stupid but so good. And the guy, I guess, they make it seem like the person who came up with it was a former contestant on Great British Baking Show. Oh. Uh, so was did he win it? I don't remember. <laughs> um, I phrased that weird. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> so he's on it, and they have a a pastry chef judge, and then an engineering judge, and like it's just so weird. They do the most annoying thing is. They make it so that it seems like it's, like, constantly happening. So, like, as one mission ends, the next mission begins. But you know that, like, obviously time is passing. Sure. But they make the contestants wear the same clothes the whole time. Oh, God. Which is something they also do on Great British Baking Show just per episode. Yeah. Like, they make them wear the same clothes. It's so weird. I hate that part. But it's just insane so the episode we watched tonight like my favorite team got eliminated and i was heartbroken i have (laughs) not been this devastated watching a competition show maybe ever i was so sad so like (sighs) so invested it's just so weird the whole thing is weird and silly and like really weird (laughs) like i really hate things like this where it's like it needs to be this much edible so then the whole thing's just made of like rice krispie treats or like yeah pasta like you're not going to eat the whole thing like i prefer watching someone who makes something that's entirely edible and entirely delicious but i'm over it entering into that season you know like the holiday baking shows and all of that stuff that we watch that as well yeah we watched we watched um halloween baking championship we like to watch that yeah um and then holiday baking championship just started last week, so we're watching that weekly as well. Lots um, of baking competitions. But baking impossible. Interesting. If you're into that. Okay. Yeah. And there is, once you've watched Great British Baking Show, it is a little bit hard to return to American baking shows <laughs> because there's so much more cutthroat. Yeah. Whereas GBBO is it's so, very... It's so... Polite. Yeah. And nice. Yeah. And American shows, a lot of times on those Food Network shows, like Halloween Baking Championship or something, they have these weird forced conversation moments where they're, they clearly have, like, told one baker, like, ask Joe what he's making. And so it cuts to, like, hey, Joe, what, what are, are you, you making up over there? <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate that. Yeah. So they have less of that these days on those Food Network shows. And there's none of it in Baking Impossible. Okay. Um, picture like the chaotic energy of Nailed It, which I know you don't watch. I tried to it's watch like, Nailed It. I just couldn't get into it. Listen, I watch it mostly for Nicole Byer for the oh, host because same. she's just so funny. Um, but we love, I mean, we love all those baking shows. Um, have you like- heard of the show Crime Scene Kitchen? No. I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to. I I'd think like to it's see along these Cassie. lines, but it's what crime scene. You want to see us do I'd one? I'd like to see you guys be on a baking competition. 
<laughs> we often talk about it when we're watch if we're watching Nailed It, it's usually like, oh, we would do way better than that. And then when we watch something like Holiday Baking Championship where they're all like professional pastry chefs, we're like, oh my God, we could not do that. Like we are not good enough to be on those shows, but not bad enough to be on Nailed It. We're I'd just like right it. in the middle. We could if there was an American baking show, like Great British Baking Show. I thought there was. There was, but it failed. Oh. Um, that's more our speed because they're all amateur bakers. Yeah. I thought um, I just saw an advertisement for a new baking show where it's half amateur bakers and half oh. um, like professional pastry chefs. Oh. And so it's like amateurs versus experts. I could not tell you what it's oh. called, but I swear I just saw a commercial for it. I would do that. It's probably on the Food Network. I feel like I just don't, like, Cassie, when we watch Nailed It, a lot of the times it's like, like, I am more of, like, the make it taste good and actually bake it, and then Cassie yeah. is, like, a decorating whiz. Yeah. So it's like, individually, we would both go on Nailed It, because we would be bad without the other, but as a team, we're great. As I say, I feel like you guys are the perfect team because you both bring your different skill sets to it. We really do. We really do. Yeah. That's why I'm going to have you guys bake my Thanksgiving pies. Your Thanksgiving pies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm really excited. This year, I'm hosting, we're hosting a Friendsgiving. Oh. With some of my friends from high school, because my friend who lives in California is going to be in town. Um, that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm a little stressed out. I am also stressed out because we're hosting Thanksgiving. It's going to be a very small yeah. You're hosting like the big meal. Yeah, we're well. I mean, it's just going to be us and Stephen's dad. But I so it's not like I am going to have like ten people in right. my house or anything. But. I'm mostly stressed out about the timing of everything because I only have one oven. Mm. Um, And I've just, I've never been a roaster. I've never been responsible for cooking an entire Thanksgiving meal. Mm. You know, like I've contributed, I help, like whatever, but I've never like been the one in charge and I will certainly be the one in charge. (laughs) This is when you need a toaster oven. Yeah, I know. I think it'll be fine. Again, I'm not cooking for like a million people, so it won't be that hard. But it's just, but there is pressure. There's pressure. Are you going to buy a whole turkey or just like a breast? No, I think we're actually just going to roast. You're going to do a chicken? Yeah, I think we're going to roast a couple chickens because. A couple chickens? How many? There's three of you. Steven and I can almost like fully eat a whole chicken. Wow. And you gotta have leftovers because part of thing Thanksgiving is yeah, but leftovers. you never want the meat leftovers. Yeah, you do. Or do Why you? you? I don't know. I'm more in it for the sides. Well, oh well, I'm certainly in it for the sides. But that's why we were like, we're not. I don't love turkey. I don't think anyone loves turkey. <laughs> you know, I like turkey. Like I like it fine, and like turkey is my preferred like lunch meat for like a sandwich. But right. I. It's like turkey itself, I don't feel super strongly about. Steven doesn't love it. Like it's really not his mm. favorite thing. And I guess Leonard doesn't really care either. So I was like, I'm not going to, A, I'm not going to buy a whole giant ass turkey for three people. Um, 
I mean, but it sounds like you basically should. If you're going to cook like three chickens, just cook one turkey. Steven's going to smoke the chickens in the smoker, so I don't even have to cook oh. the chickens. Blech. Um, You know how I feel about smoked meats. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> but yeah, we didn't want to get a turkey breast because the breast is the worst part oh. of a turkey. You gotta Listen, get that dark I'm a classic meat. white person in that I only eat white. Oh meat. my god, you have to eat the dark meat. It's so much better. I'll try a piece of dark meat this year just for you. The white meat is so dry. No. Uh, <laughs> it depends. My parents, it's really hit or miss on the turkey. I know they don't listen to the podcast, so I can speak honestly about their Thanksgiving <laughs> cooking. My parents have done Thanksgiving for like the last like 15 years or something. And I don't remember how my grandmas did their turkeys. Yeah. I can't. I, because, listen, this girl's been about sides her whole life. I've been all in on those mashed potatoes. I mean, they are the best stuffing. Yes. But my parents, it's it's truly hit or miss. Some years, big hit. Most yeah. years, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Some years, big miss. I think that's because turkey's not that great. And as and Stephen and I are like you, like we're here for the sides. The sides are the star of the show, in our opinion, which is why we don't really care that there's not going to be a turkey. Like I was like, I don't mm-hmm. need to do a whole turkey because I don't care about the turkey. Mm-hmm. I just need my stuffing and my macaroni and cheese and my green bean casserole. Like those are the. things Do you that feel I'm that macaroni and cheese is an absolutely essential side for Thanksgiving? It's not essential, but it's preferred in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I, listen, I deter, I had, I had the epiphany the other day. I don't even know why, what we were talking about, but I just looked at Steven and I go, I love macaroni and cheese so much. It might be my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's absolutely top five, but it's it might good. be my favorite food. We just had mac and cheese yesterday. We, it was like. Those little microwavable packs at mm-hmm. um, Target, yeah, that are in like the refrigerated section by like the yogurt and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was really good for just like rip off the plastic film mac and cheese. It was freaking good. I just will never turn it down. Like if given an option, I will one hundred percent always get mac and cheese like if it's if you're at a restaurant where you're you get to like pick a couple sides mm-hmm, as part of your mm-hmm. meal if mac and cheese is an option i 100 percent am ordering it i don't even have to think about it see it's so good i like mac and cheese but if it's a side option i never get it oh i always get it never because i prioritize potatoes oh see i prioritize macaroni and cheese over a potato mm. i love it so much mm. And I love going to a new place and trying the mac and cheese and judging it against <laughs> other mac and cheeses. And when you find like a really where, good one. Fuck. Where do you think the best mac and cheese is? Like mm. national chains, best mac and cheese. That's difficult to mm-hmm. answer because it's not like I can't even think off the top of my head of a national chain that has mac and cheese. KFC. Ooh, KFC mac and cheese is good. I'm also it is good. I also was a really big fan of Boston Market macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. as a kid. Panera Bread also does mac and Ooh, cheese. Ooh, Panera Bread's macaroni and cheese is fucking good. The mac uh, and cheese with the barbecue chicken and then the crispy oh, onions. Mm. 
the white we put when we macked that when we made that mac and cheese yesterday i also bought some crispy onions oh those on top oh it was so good because i bought the crispy onions because tonight we made one of my favorite things a new favorite and a surprising favorite guys i don't like soup very much but i love chowder oh you do love chowder and i made corn chowder and you put crispy we put some crispy onions on top game changer okay because we were looking like most recipes call for bacon Mm -hmm. and like neither of us i mean bacon's fine but like we don't eat a lot of bacon yeah so i was like cast you like do you want me to make the bacon like i'll make it if you want it we were like no let's not make bacon but the crispy onions give you that like crisp yeah and that umami yeah that sounds good man cassie came to that conclusion she That's just looked at me and pointed idea. at herself, like making sure I gave <laughs> she her was like, credit. Give me the damn credit for the for the onion straws. Yeah. <laughs> so now that you all know what I ate for dinner for the last two nights, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should bring this back around. I was gonna say, um, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Thank you. That like we fully have gone off topic, but thank you for your baking. Yeah. How did that show. go from baking impossible to? chowder i don't know but well because we went from baking to baking shows to you guys baking to you baking my thanksgiving pies mm, talking to about thanksgiving, thanksgiving to mac and cheese yep yes that's okay. how we did it that's how we got there well um we have no new reviews this week damn uh so if you want to give us something to talk about in review corner next week you gave us something to please talk about <laughs> Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if that's what you use. Yes. Um, we will read it on air. Uh, I'll do it in a southern accent. Let's Whoa. Say that. So if you're the next review, I'll read your review in a southern accent. You guys, we all want to uh, hear that. Include silly words if you want. <laughs> um, you can um, also find us on our social media. Yeah. Our Instagram is at the Unknown Subject Podcast and Twitter is at Unknown Sub Pod. Uh, Facebook.com slash the unknown subject podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't uh, given out the email address in a while. We're at oh. the unknown subject podcast at gmail.com if you want to just send us an email. Yeah. Uh, we get those once in a blue moon. Um, yeah, is that it? Oh, follow us on Patreon. We have a, <laughs> yes. a new series I think we're going to watch about Von Dutch trucker hats. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> Is it like Lula Rich, where it's like about the scandal of the company? Apparently, people have died. <gasps> it's I don't. What, I think it on? it's on Hulu. Okay, I think it's on Hulu. I didn't. I watched the trailer, and it was one of those classic like true crime trailers that was like essentially like when hats lead to murder <laughs> like you know what i mean like that kind of thing yeah yeah so yeah there's some there's some scandalous murderous story behind von dutch trucker hats and i'm ready to see what's up yeah so we're gonna dive into that and then we will record an episode to put on the patreon yes and kelly also is very committed to our chicken nugget mukbang yes she really wants to do it so we'll try and get that together also Yes. To get that on the Patreon. Um, also, I did want to say, Instagram is continuing to just rack up the followers. We're almost to 400 followers. Woo-hoo! We're at like 384. So if you wow. haven't joined us over on Do you have a uh, special Instagram prize yet? you'd like to offer number 400? 
300 got that Sadie video. 300, the winner of our 300th follower got a special Sadie video. What is like a thing that we could, I mean, we can give you a shout out on the episode. I mean, that's an easy thing to do. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. If you are our 400th follower, we will give you a special shout out on episode of the unknown subject. So yeah, if you haven't already follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, that's everything that we have for this episode. Um, Thank this you is another long today. season. There are 23 episodes. I hadn't oh, looked boy. to see how many there were. There are 23. So is that going to coincide like right around the holidays then? Maybe. We're, I don't know how that all we'll see. goes out, but yeah. I could sit um, here and do some simple math and figure it out, but but, but it was like I when will you not. couldn't it was like when you couldn't figure out how old you were and you got married earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like I could do that math. I just don't want to do that math. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh so yeah. We'll be back next week with a whole new episode of the unknown subject. Uh, but and to add a bit, but I just uh-huh. totally fumbled my words. Please. Uh as they say when they catch the unsub, it's, it's over. over.